what's up, bassholes? Uh, <laughs> so unnecessarily aggressive. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not screwed around this time. I got, I got business to attend to. This is, you know, Chris and Matt's Gimbalkopedia, blah blah blah. You know, the usual rigmarole at the beginning of the episode because I am coming to this episode with a topic of conversation based on my looking at Wikipedia last night, which is appropriate for this podcast. The excitement you are getting from having been done even the smallest bit of preparation for this podcast. But it was not my intent. I was not intending to prepare. I was just fooling around. I mean, I I also looked at a You accidentally did some work. Is that what you're telling us? I I just saw something on Wikipedia that I thought, oh, I'll talk about that podcast. I mean, I also looked at a list of sandwiches and... um, What was number one? Oh, it was just a Wikipedia's list of sandwiches. It's in alphabetical, alphabetical order. They have a page with like, listing sandwiches. So um, um, maybe like, um, I think the BLT had to be up there pretty far far early. I'm going to have to look up a list of sandwiches really quick. I'm looking, at, li- I'm looking it up. List, list of sandwiches. Wait, who are you? Who are you and what is this? I already said this is Chris Best in Wikipedia. And who so, are you? I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. All right. Uh, ooh, list of sandstones. List of Sands of Destruction episodes. Oh, I have another thing I just I saw on Wikipedia that I will bring to the table, but the list of sandwiches actually is what... Oh, bacon. Just a straight up bacon sandwich is the first thing listed from the United Kingdom. Off In the U- United Kingdom, they call that a butty. Ah. They, uh, but, they're very popular. Buddy. So, the thing... The sandwich thing actually got me to what I want to talk about because I was doing a lot of Wikipedia... Uh, wormholing and other sort of looking at things about the comic <laughs> so strip. you 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 managed to put down the pornography for uh, approximately five minutes <laughs> approximately yes okay. to because uh well some people will find this pornographic because i want to talk about the comic strip blondie <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna find who's gonna find that um Who's gonna find I, the kind of people who you were are who used to be into the old drawings of uh the lady that watches Nancy, the Nancy ones. I forget her name, Aunt Myrtle or whatever yeah. the fuck she's called. She was, well, no, Miss Fritz. Yeah, when when they read when the the new person took over, like they got everybody got annoyed because Miss Fritz wasn't drawn as like sexually anymore. <laughs> but uh, and maybe those people yeah. also want to jerk off the blondie. I don't know. But so because see the thing about I got to the part where they have the Dagwood sandwich on the list of sandwiches, mm. which is like you know named in honor of Dagwood from Blondie. Is it really? I, I didn't know that it was named in honor of him. Oh yeah, cause oh because he, it's like because it's like a a whole bunch of shit in it. Yeah, it's just like a yeah, just all it's like stacked up or whatever. Uh, like like his sandwiches you'd always eat. So then I read the entire Wikipedia page for Blondie because I I read that comic as a kid because I read like you know, like in the nineties like would read like all the various comics even the ones that weren't good which is most of them to be fair like you know Garfield or um uh, for better or worse or I think there's one called Herb and Jamal. Um, the Simpsons had one for a while. I'm not going to go back onto a Tank McNamara tangent like we had on this previously. But I did look at Blondie, and so it was interesting because my knowledge of Blondie is mostly from those in the 90s. But when Blondie began, it was way back in the 30s, and Blondie was like a flapper. She was like a flapper chick. And she was like the one who was like wacky and crazy, and Dagwood was like the normal one. And Dagwood also was... Um, the heir to the Bumstead something or other. Uh, no, I have to look because like his 
Like he's like the Dagwood or uh, something or other. Blondie's husband, a kind and loving yet clumsy, naive and lazy man whose cartoonish antics are, are the basis for the strip. He's a big fan of sports, primarily football and baseball, and has a large, insatiable appetite for food, but he remains slender. Ha, <laughs> so blessed. Dagwood is especially fond of making and eating mile-high Dagwood sandwich. He celebrates even the most insignificant holidays and approaches Thanksgiving, a holiday known for lavish dinners, with the same reverence most people reserve for Christmas. His continued antagonistic and comical confrontations with his boss, Mr. Dithers, for numerous reasons includes Dag, including Dagwood's laziness and silly mistakes, is a sort of play that gets considerable attention in the strip. His klutziness is also a fundamental part of his encounters with the Beasley mail, Mr. Beasley the Mailman. Another subplot with Dagwood and his neighbor, Herb. Dagwood also can also often be seen napping on his couch. He's employed by J.C. Dithers Construction Company as office manager. Yes. And he used to be, he was the heir to the uh, Bumstead Locomotive Company, but then he mm. wanted to marry Blondie, so uh, his family disowned him, which is why he has to work for Mr. Dizzard, who he's been working for for many years. Wait, and why then, didn't his family want to, didn't like Blondie? Because she was like a flapper. She's like a party girl. They wanted him to marry somebody more straight-laced. Mm. And so he, he works, he's been working for J.C. Dithers. They have two kids. Uh, one who was apparently used to be referred to as Baby Dumpling. Uh, <laughs> their, their kids are Alexander and Cookie. Uh, who's like the, and then there's all these other various people. And yeah, I mean, all, the women in, Dag, in Blondie are so much more like detailed than the men like the men in in this comic strip are so horrific compared to the women what do you mean you got a problem with mr beasley the postman yeah I got, yeah i got a problem with mr beasley the postman he's ugly looks like a monster uh but uh they all look like slenderman uh, they are well not mr uh Dizders. he looks like an old well also they the drugs have changed because that's the thing is that I got to thinking about this comic, like all the other comics, this comic is still like making you up new issues or new strips since like the 30s. And so it's another one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, like I remember from the 90s, but like, you know, it we went back in the 30s and they're still making new ones. So the technology has changed. Like uh, I was like, now like, they have like cell phones, like they talk, apparently like they talk about Facebook or Twitter or stuff sometimes like in, in, in Blondies, which I find to be fascinating that they would do that like um i i was i looked at uh, one of the new ones uh yesterday yeah and, uh, and they were like it's tiktok time we're gonna do a tiktok <laughs> well uh what happens is that the the neighbor boy the 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 neighbor boy he uh came over and was like hey help us make a snowman and then he did and they put a uh like a cell phone in the snowman's hand so he wouldn't be lonely and that's like what's going on in blondies now it's uh that sort of stuff. Like uh, I just remember like Dagwood running into the mailman, uh, sleeping on the couch, and um, uh, oh, making his giant ass sandwiches. That's like the stuff that like he was primarily like known for. Uh, <laughs> Did you look at the uh the Wikipedia page for Sheik Young? Uh, is that how I think it's pronounced? Not Chick Young. Uh, well, the band Chic spells yes, it this way, true. so I'm going off that. Uh, but his Wikipedia picture is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Blondie's from recent. Look, if there's any more technology ones. Well, okay. uh, I'll I'll describe to you uh, the Chic Young. Uh, it's Great. him in a suit at the beach, 
uh, with his arms around two beautiful women wearing bathing suits, and the description reads, Sheik Young researching at the beach in the 1930s. <laughs> if that's what they call research, my yeah. gosh, times have changed. You know what I'm saying? Things yeah. are a little bit different now. When people research, they got to crack open a book or head on to over to Wikipedia. But back in the 30s, people would just go to the beach? Yeah. What is this, yeah. summer school? I wish. I saw that on TV briefly. I'm looking at a, a, the comic from the 14th where a Bagwood's making the family Christmas card on their computer and uh, it's just pictures of food he ate, <laughs> including a classic Bagwood sandwich. Mm. But yeah, it's just like, it's strange to me, like, or like, interest, fascinating to me, like, oh, he's, he's using an Apple laptop in this one. Internet shopping has taken the adventure out of Christmas. Adventure? Braving crowds, traffic, long lines. You actually miss them all? Asks Blondie, and Dagwood says, No, I miss the food court. Oh, Dagwood, you love food. I was at a mall the other day. I went to Mrs. Fields Cookies. <laughs> yeah? Do you think that's the type of place that Dagwood uh, would appreciate? Oh, hell yeah. He would eat so many cookies, he would stack them up in a big old sandwich. I've tested out our LED Christmas lights. Damn, Dagwood's so modern these days. Yeah, it's not your daddy's Dagwood, huh? No, but I, or my, as a child's Dagwood, which was the one I, it just is so interesting to me when these comics that have been around forever, like, are, like, modernized, like a Nancy. I mean, Blondie is not quite as modernized, it's, like, a lot of the same stuff, but just, like, like modern touches, but still just, it's just so fascinating to me. Oh, Mallard Fillmore, that's a bad comic strip. High and Lotus, Herb and Jamal, that does exist, I was correct. Pearls Before Swine, I remember that. High and Lois was uh, one that they would always reference on Simpsons? Uh, The Simpsons. Yeah, it's all the They would I always take it. shots at High and Lois. Yeah. Are you the creator of High and Lois? Because you're making me laugh. One of the famously <laughs> went. I'm looking at some of the... Now I'm on some comic archiving site. Ooh, they're still making new Beetle Baileys, too. Uh, don't tell anyone that the war is over. <laughs> well, that's not, that's only a two-panel comic, and it's not very good. Uh, let's see. I hate, Beetle uh, Bailey? Yeah, but these Beetle Baileys are all only like two, and like they're just uh, the same old shit that they've been doing in Beetle Bailey forever. So I want to see what Andy Cap is up to. Uh, if he, they're still making Andy Caps, like you know, they're making those ketchup fries, those hot fries. Yeah, but I guess either. Let's see. How do you, how do you think he ended up doing that? <laughs> Who Andy Cap? Andy Cap. I have no idea. Here's Andy. Let's see. Uh, I'll say this for Andy, says this guy. They're playing darts. Uh, no matter how much ale he sipped, he still gives all his all to the darts team. And it's Andy with his nose all red from all he's been drinking. Uh, basically passed on the floor, throwing darts at a dartboard. Because he's a horrible alcoholic and he's so drunk that he can't even stand up to play darts. But he's still doing good at the darts uh, throwing. Let's see what happened the day prior. Uh... Uh, here's Andy uh, Cap. He's lying on the couch doing his classic thing. If you're going past the bookies, will you put a bet on for me? He says to his wife. His wife angrily says, If I stop at the bookies, I'll be late for work. Andy says, Oh, don't worry, pet. I'll call work and then and tell them you've overslept, he says, as she's like annoyed. That's, I guess, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Cap is a really uh, bad comic. I'm going to look at that. What's the, what, what was the December 16th? Uh, come on, let's see. Uh, let's see. Ah, I was. Uh, Andy says at the bar. Andy's at the bar. I was talking to old Keith Houchin here yesterday. His friend says, "Wow, 
And his friend, the next person says, amazing. Keith is probably the greatest footballer to play for our team. The very generic, our team. And then the guy says, how lucky to spend time with a local legend. And Andy says, he walks away with his drink. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Oh, Andy Cap. So, uh, let me just, let me just get all this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last night, you were looking at some pornography. And you suddenly decided to look at a list of sandwiches on Wikipedia. From there, you noticed the Dagwood sandwich, which was calling out to you, and then ended up reading the entire Blondie Wikipedia page. Yeah. And then were so amused, was so amused by it, you needed to tell me about it right uh-huh. now. Now, what exactly about, like, you were just like, wow, she was a flapper in the 1930s. Well, I was mostly about the fact they're still making new ones, and they have, like, modern technology, and they talk about Facebook and stuff. <laughs> but it's not like, it's not like it's that integral to the, to, I mean, I don't know. These things, like, these daily strips are so stupid. What, you mean, you don't like the lock horns? Let's see what the lock horns are up to. I'm gonna, I just clicked on. It's so weird when, like, people are, like, really into them. Yeah, I don't really like comics uh uh so here's the lockhorns um uh wow man this is some shitty drawing (laughs) it looks like it was made of like ms paint uh uh mr lockhorn i don't know these assholes have names um he's rapping a box his name is leroy the the man of the house who drinks a lot plays too much golf and chases everything good looking in a skirt that seems like that seems like a lot of editorializing for Wikipedia. Uh, he holds an undergraduate degree in uh, philosophy, there you go. though. And his wife's always crashing the car. Like she's a bad driver. Her name's Loretta. Uh, Do you think that at any point in either of their lives they uh, <laughs> met someone whose first name didn't start with an L? Or I guess it would be more on Leroy. I'm assuming that Loretta took Leroy's name, considering oh, yeah. The comics started. Yeah. So, uh, do you think that Leroy at any time was like dating a Melissa and dumped her because her name didn't start with an L, and maybe even even tried to convince her to change her Lalissa? name to Lalissa? Yeah. All right. You could, uh, yeah. I I do. I think they're like. Well, listen. Uh, alliteration's the key to any successful relationship. I I don't want to be I don't want to be disowned like that bastard Dagwood yeah, by his by the Dagwood Locomotive Company or whatever. Uh, but so, the most recent, uh, today's issue of the Lockhorns, uh, Leroy is, uh, I think he's forlornly wrapping a box of tube socks in wrapping paper that doesn't have any design on it. It's just plain white paper made as part of the joke or whatever. This looks like it was drawn a little. All right, well, the punchline I'm assuming is coming up, so we'll find out if it was part of the joke. Uh, the, uh, the, the Loretta says, you do realize you're supposed to be a secret Santa and not a secret Grinch. Uh, and that's the joke. This this drawing is so like bad Uh-oh. for the comic. Like, okay, like, well, like, I'm it just going to assume that... Uh, no, it's not the joke. Chris was going to finish this joke uh, that mm-hmm. he was telling from the Lockhorns. I'm sure it was very yes. funny. I'm assuming oh, that Leroy was... Uh, <laughs> he's the Grinch uh, in this so... scenario because he was giving a <laughs> gift in kind of blank, boring wrapping paper, which is funny. Indeed. You know, because usually wrapping paper is like <laughs> colorful and exciting. But uh, here, in a subversion of expectations, it's plain oh and white. <laughs> huh. That's the type of thing that I would imagine Chris uh, to be given on. 
on Christmas. <laughs> I think there's any connection between Chris and Christmas. Wait, can you hear me now? Mm. That's uh, a good question. Uh, One that I don't think will ever be answered. But I can... Okay. Something I can be heard. Happening. Uh, oh, I boy. cannot hear you. I'm vamping because your connection is broken again. Oh boy! And I don't really have much to uh, say. What? I can yeah. go back to reading the the Lockhorn oh, no. Wikipedia page. Uh, I'm gonna have to unplug him, deplug again. The Sunday feature employs an unusual layout that ganged together oh, several geez. single panel cartoons. Comics historian Don Markstein. Yeah, can you hear me? The couple's battle of wits. Yeah, well, I mean, this the time, like, the recording was sort of uh, kept children, going, but, uh, robots, yeah, you couldn't hear Except me, so I, the, I did still the unplug, replug thing. I don't know what's going on. Something I don't know why this started to be a problem but that's obviously about that? not a good thing to be happening, that we're trying to uh, record and talk about various things, but for whatever reason, you know. the... Uh, the microphone I guess this is has ruined episode. been causing oh, issues on my back. end. Uh, yeah, now I can. It could be a dirty connection. Anyways, the joke was... Uh, <laughs> well, no, now you'll find out because I think this may have been recorded by a second, but maybe not. But Because uh, if you didn't hear it, then probably it wasn't. Um, in that one what happens is that uh she says to him it's supposed to be secret santa not secret grinch okay and then the previous is one that one the day before they're like in like a weird nether world like there's no floor they seem to be like floating in space hmm. and there's a desk maybe and leroy turns to loretta and says the first the bad dirty. news there's no good news and that's the entirety of that comic strip <laughs> oh we're gonna find out <laughs> i hope everyone is sitting down <laughs> You said that. We heard you say that. Wow, that's seems like a mistake because it's terrible. It's a really bad comic strip. Well, it's uh, it should be noted that in 1975 and 1980, Bill Host uh, received the National Cartoonist Society National Cartoon Award for the strip. <laughs> Bodies great. They have cell phones now. Well, I I imagine that because of the competition, which includes. Uh, you know, such uh, luminaries as Family Circus, Beetle Bailey, uh, Blondie. No. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, that's bad. Nope. <laughs> they have cell phones now, which somehow makes it good. <laughs> Just Bunky because there's cell phones yeah. now, it is uh, good. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, daily uh, comics, syndicated comics, are usually not very good. Hagar the Horrible is not very good. High Lois isn't very yeah. good. We did, yeah, um, I mean... There's a few that I would read. Uh, like, when I was a young boy, uh, for whatever reason, before um, I would go to school, I remember when I, I was a kid. Uh, I was always uh, hoping the that they would by syndicate the newspaper, uh, I mean, I would, I would Spider-Man in my local newspaper, and, and the they never comics. did, and they only had and bad so comics. I would always be looking at the various comics, and there was ones that I would look at: a Beetle Bailey, a Hagar the Horrible, a Garfield, um, a Herb and Jamal, like I said, uh, you know. And so on and so forth. So I, yeah. I'm so on and so with, forth sounds like um, a comic, but I don't think. I'm thinking of no, Sally I'm just saying that's like that just sounds like uh, the name of a comic. And then there's that old lady who was, and I don't think she was actually in a comic, but like 
she's a grouchy old lady. I think we've talked about her before, possibly, or I've talked about like a she would like appear on stuff like my grandma would buy. She's like a it's like a grouchy old lady with gray hair. I don't know if she actually had a comic. She may have just been like some sort of like mascot or a bit of iconography for like grouchy old ladies or ladies like old or women who wanted to be like France. No, Francine's not a good name. It could be Francine, but what I want to talk about is the Fonz and the Happy Days Gang, the 80s cartoon about Fonzie, uh, Richie, and Ralph Mouth uh, traveling through time with uh, an anthropomorphic dog named Mr. Cool and a girl from the future named Cupcake. Mm. Are you familiar no. with the show at all? Uh, well, it was a cartoon from the early 80s. Before our, This is like before our time or what have you, but... Uh, it's uh, it was like this weird. Basically, it's like you know they decided to take Happy Days and like you know the Fonz, the popular character known as uh, Arthur Fonzarelli, and a couple other characters, and spin them off into a cartoon. And since it's taking place in a cartoon world, they decided to have them uh, traveling through time. And so that's what they did. Uh, like in the in the first episode, uh, in the time machine winds up in the year one million BC. A tribe of cave people select Ralph as their king for a day, but the gang wonders why the previous kings had such a short reign. The answer, when revealed, may lead to Ralph's doom, unless Fonzie and the gang step in to help him, which seems to imply they might not <laughs> step in to help him. They're <laughs> just going to let Ralph die in the Rest first episode. Ralph. And the final, very final episode, uh, Fonz and the gang travel through time, mind you, to meet Sherlock Holmes. Finally where they must foil Professor Moriarty's plot to steal the crown jewels to use in a more nefarious scheme. So apparently they should not just travel through time, but travel through realities, because there's also multiple episodes where they go into, like, like there's one episode here called Science Fiction. In 19th century France, Cupcake transports the gang inside Jules Verne's imagination. So it can travel through time and space and into people's imaginations and so on and so forth. And the series only lasted 24 episodes, but fret not, because the characters of Fonz and Mr. Cool were then included in a different uh, um, cartoon, Laverne and Shirley in the Army, where Laverne and Shirley have joined the Army, where their immediate superior is a pig named Sergeant Squealy. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's an episode called <laughs> Meanie Genie where they find a genie. Take this anymore? What? Why does this exist? Sergeant Turbuckle refuses to believe that the privates have seen a bigfoot creature until he sees it himself. Ah, when the moon comes over, the werewolf. There's apparently a <laughs> well, werewolf. Well, uh, Gilbert Gottfried played a character called the Meanie Genie on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert once. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that a fact? Uh, and then this series was followed by Mork and Mindy slash Laverne and Shirley slash Fonz Hour. Was which, that a variety show? Uh, it's, car- it's a cartoon series. From uh, The show is divided into two so, segments. Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley with special guest star The It's Fonz, annoying when these, uh, these uh, Wikipedia entries, like the one for the Laverne and Shirley animated series, uh, don't have like any kind of pictures of the show. Because that's like what I'm mostly interested in. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's there's one photo on the Happy Days one, but it's just like the uh, yeah. title screen. I want to see what the characters look like. 
Oh, oh we, we all, all want to see what the characters look like. Just like the Fonz video game. It was a racing game? Yeah. Bizarre. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, okay, so when it became Laverne and Shirley with special guest there, the Fonz is when Fonz and Mr. Cool joined as mechanics in the Armacats motor pool, and they only made a, eight more episodes, which they have nothing about, but uh, one of them's called Swamp Monsters Speak with Forked mm. Face. Uh, one of oh, the last one is called uh, very of the time period for November of 1982 Raiders of the Lost Pork I assume it's to do with Sergeant Squealy the pig who's a sergeant who was of course voiced by Ron Palullo <laughs> aka uh, Horshack what's Horshack's first name shit Arnold there you Horshack go. Arnold Horshack yeah yeah from uh, Welcome Back Cotter mm which is a show that has its own interesting history in that in the final season, uh, Gabe Kaplan, a.k.a. Mr. Carter, is basically not on the show because there's a dispute between him and the actress who played his wife, whose name I cannot recall. Her character's name was Julie. Uh, and somehow in the show called Welcome Back, Carter, about Mr. Carter going back to teach the sweat hogs at his uh, alma mater, uh, the actress playing his wife won out, so she stayed basically on the show and... Gabe Kaplan basically disappeared from the show, and it's a weird last season where Mr. Cotter is no longer really even on the show. I guess it's sort of like how when Valerie, well, Valerie Harper got killed off on Valerie's mm-hmm. family, aka the Hogan family. Yeah, I guess it's like yeah, you know that had still you know the, the Office when Steve Carell left the Office and everyone was like, why is this show yeah. still on? And, they even and they yeah, they shot him while well, he was getting on a plane. They shot him in the head, right? That would happen on that show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was like it was like the uh, in Mash the famous thing in like Mash mm-hmm. or whatever after where Mash it was like, uh, where 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 there was like a like where Colonel Henry Blake played by McLean Stevenson like he's leaving and then uh, like his plane shot down it's like a famous like sitcom like moment because like very serious like where like I think it's probably fucking Hawkeye somebody's like um, uh, Colonel Henry Blake's plane was shot down over like the Pacific or whatever. Uh, and like everybody's like very solemn and sad because Colonel Henry Blake, as played by uh, McLean Stevenson, is dead. That's what happened on uh, The Office. Like Steve Carell gets on his plane and they're all having a party at the office, and then um, uh, Toby comes in and he's like, "Michael Scott's plane was shot down over the Pacific," uh, and everybody gets very solemn. And then they played a solemn version of the theme song, which I guess probably go like this. Do, 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 All right, do, now that you're singing, do, I think do, it's about time we wrap this thing up. <laughs> that's not singing. That's noise making. I would agree. <laughs> that's very different than singing. You don't want to talk about this Fonz arcade racing game uh, from 1976. There's not much information about it. The slogan was TV's hottest name, your hottest game. I love game. those ads where it's just like, just like a book of text. <sighs> Yeah, it's uh, like it's very old school. Oh, there's a whole ooh, a whole section for arcade only games, which this is apparently a part of. But I had to click on happy to see what else is. Oh, jumping the shark, rock around the clock, Blankski's beauties, Br- the bronze fawns, Buddy Holly in quotations song. Did you ever see Joni loves Chachi? I've seen like an episode when I was like uh, a kid watching Nick at Night. Yeah, I was a kid watching Nick at Night, but I don't know if I ever saw it. I, I mean, I must have because I just like watched mm-hmm. everything. As a child on, on Nick at Night, I even watched the later seasons of uh, Happy Days when, like, Ted McGinley's on the show. Yeah, when, like, and, like, no one on the – the only cast members are, yeah. like, you know, Tom Bosley and 
Yes, yeah, so like, I think it became a, a show where it's just Tom Bosley and the and uh, the yeah. Fonz, uh just like doing, bringing like, yeah, for just Godot. like bringing in like random street kids every episode. It was you know, yeah. But then like because uh, I know Richie got married to a woman whose name was a uh, I think is this woman Lori Bath uh, joined the Mo Castle. Jeez. Yeah, in this in this. <laughs> Let's see, season 8 slash 9. Uh, joined the main cast after Ron Howard Dining Mokes left the show in the previous season to do other things. And this season, Lori Beth and Richie were later, later married over the phone. Hmm. So that's where... Uh, oh, but then Lori Beth, Richie, and Richie Jr. came back in season 11. Jesus. Ra- Ralph Malf also came back after being, disarm- or being honorably <laughs> discharged from the army. My bad. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ralph Valve, he got discharged from the army, and then like uh, Lori Beth and Richie also returned in the series finale, Passages Part Two, where they attend Joni and Chachi's wedding baby, created by Gary Marshall. Ah, uh, in the episode Richie, let's see. So in our first episode, uh, which is called Hardcover, Season Five, Episode Four. Richie wants to find a college girl to go out with, so the Fawn suggests they go to the library because, in quotes, girls like to read. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. It's been a half hour. <laughs> wow, the last uh, season of Happy Days, uh, 13 million, uh, pretty big ratings. 13, 13 million rings. 13 yeah, million dollars. It costs 13 uh, million dollars to produce. <sighs> probably, but yeah. On my end, it's quite safe uh, 30 minutes, but that's because I lost slight moments of time. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're going to... Are we going to Are we gonna edit that, or should we talk about that off the, off the mic? <laughs> the second I was... Let's talk, I think what I'm going to do is just let it All ride, right, because uh, I, I, it's only like... Well, maybe I'll try and cut something or whatever. It's only like overall like 5 to 10 seconds mm-hmm. or something. I have to figure out what's happening with my microphone so hopefully in future episodes this won't be a problem for our listenership who are listening to this podcast which is called chris and matt skim wikipedia brought to you by gabber media uh brought to you on twitter at it's bazooka joe <laughs> and at Ebjim goes uh so yeah that's it for another episode of this podcast marred by technical difficulties <laughs> blah blah and Using the classic sign-off that we've stolen from Home Improvement, Naked Sex Time.